Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing Why So Serious. What is the Matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the box? He likes scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird or wonderful questions about it. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm beyond excited because, oh yeah, baby, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is back with its 25th film. Some might say 26th if you count Howard the Duck, which I do, because Howard the Duck is a masterpiece of shittery. But we're not here to talk about Howard the Duck, we're here to talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And joining me is uh, the legend of my wedding ring, Stacey Hurley. How are you doing, Stacey? <laughs> I'm super excited to be here, oh, Sam. fuck off. I'm not <laughs> listening to this shit anymore. Your catchphrase is worn out as welcome, Stacey. You are not super excited to be here. Well, okay, why are you asking me then? Good question. <laughs> On to Kahu. How are you doing, Kahu? <laughs> I'm kind of excited to be here. <laughs> You see me see, excited? See, yeah. nobody wants honesty. It yeah. just sounds boring. And I'm, I'm not associated with any of your rings, so that's good for me. Not yet. That is <laughs> but good. But the night is still young. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, general plot, martial arts master Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he had left behind when he's drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization, which is run by his dad. Quick cast, Simulu is Sean, aka Shang-Chi. Okafina is Katie, Tony Lung is uh, Wen Wu, Ben Kingsley is Trevor Slattery, Mingu Zhang is Zai Ling, Fala Shen is Lee, and Michelle Yeo is Ying Nan. Oh, and Florian Monto, no, funny, he was the worst one I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was racist. He's also known as Big Nasty. Jesus, it's just stop telling us your fucking pet names for <laughs> male characters. Jesus Christ. That's his ring name. Oh my god! He's a, a ring name. What name. the hell? Hey, did you guys watch a different movie? I think Kahu's watched the porn parody of this. <laughs> yes. <movie. laughs> We're at the same movies. That's the weirdest part. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, as this mentioned, just come out. Directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, and uh, currently has a score of eight out of ten on IMDb, ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and seventy-one percent on Metacritic. So pretty high scores. But we'll get into the meat of the podcast. If you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 weird or wonderful questions about it. We then move through three personal questions before finishing on a listener question or a Patreon question, and this week it's a listener question. The one we always started with, the sandwich, and I'm really interested to know what these guys thought, because we went and saw this at the movies, guys. We just got out of lockdown, we were able to go and see this, no idea what these two thought, we just walked out and just awkwardly like yep okay bye see ya cool we would see you the sunday yep sweet bye <laughs> haven't spoken to each other since which is really awkward when you live with one of these people are you gonna take care of fern no, i'm not talking to you i'm not I'm not talking to you about our daughter i don't want to know your opinion on shang chi so why don't you say us off stacy why don't you hit us with your sandwich and give us a score out of ten thousand? hmm i don't know rings <laughs> rings <laughs> yeah. i really liked this film i quite enjoyed it i my first good thing is i had never watched the trailer i didn't know anything about this whatsoever apart from the name of the film before i went in and um i enjoyed it the bad thing it's a good thing i liked it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well like it's probably it a, a prerequisite to liking the film yeah that you like it so I get, yeah it makes sense we can continue <laughs> Okay, uh, my bad thing is that I don't think they explained the legend of the rings very well. It's very it's, it's a mystery. I was expecting to find out more about the history there. <laughs> Listeners, before we started recording, Stacey said, <laughs> what was the legend of the ten rings? Yeah, it wasn't a very good legend. Oh, I mean the thing. movie explains it. Of course the movie explains it. <laughs> you go, oh, fucking amateur hour. Top quality <laughs> podcasting. Um, and the, my final good thing is I quite enjoyed to see Wong popping up from Doctor Strange and the magical animals. Were very I knew you would have liked those animals. <laughs> that dog, chicken, fucking looking thing. I was like, Stacey's getting down on that. <laughs> no, I'm not. 
I just thought I love the creativity of it. Like, how many movies do you watch? These oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know where this is going. Just stop yourself there. Yeah, the okay. furry butt with wings. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't that specifically. There were a number of different mythical creatures. That's true. So, as a score out of ten thousand rings for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, seven thousand eight hundred. That, that's high. Mm. That's high. Mm. Talking about high things, Kahu, on to you. Well, a bad thing. What? Ooh. I just found the kind of all the timing in the final battle scene was a bit off. Like specifically when Shang Chi boosts over to where his dad's trying to unlock the minions and uh and they go hammer and tong at each other for quite a long time and then it and then it cuts back to everybody else having their battle with the uh the like those squid like things and um or oh, and each other actually it was before the squid came out and uh they're still doing the same thing and it's like you know, that, it just didn't seem very realistic that they'd still be fighting the same people. Uh, uh, are you telling me a battle involving dragons, <laughs> flying squid creatures, dudes that can do, like, fireball ring moves and shit like that? You're telling me it didn't seem very realistic? Nah. Mm, nah. Okay. Yep. More, more the timing about it. But the time, okay, yeah, I can yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, how they're all easy enough to join forces. That was a bit stupid. And... Real, oh, come on, only after a awkward. masterful demonstration. <laughs> it was really awkward, all the dialogue in that scene as well. Good thing, I like the fight club scene in Macau. In Macau. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then the uh, all the fighting along the scaffolding outside, I thought that was pretty sweet. And I'm going to give a third, uh, second good thing. You fucking better or you're getting kicked out of this fucking <laughs> garage, man. Uh, and that was the bus chase at the start. I thought that was cool. Oh, yes. yeah. uh, reminded was me amazing. a bit of Nobody that we saw earlier this year, I think. Yeah, good year for bus, bus yeah, fights. Yeah, bus fights rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Fast 9, they were ending up on the roof of buses and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good year for buses. Yeah. You could almost make a top ten of bus fight movies. Exactly. Oh. 2021, the year <laughs> of the buses. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I like that. For a score, uh, I just didn't really get into this movie. I, d- I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but the fact that I couldn't remember much about it uh, <laughs> kind of makes me think it yeah, wasn't kind of fantastic. So I'm giving it a score of 5,600 rings. Wow. It was wow. okay. It was all right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We're not going to judge you on your opinion because we already know you're an idiot. So what's the point of judging you? <laughs> what a wanker. Uh, uh, on to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm duly obligated to give every Marvel movie a hyperbole sandwich. So here it comes. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm very tempted to, but I'm not. Uh, the first good thing. Yeah, the acting in this, I was really surprised at. Like I'm, I'm not an Aquafina fan. I, but I only really know her from Crazy Rich Asians and Ocean's Eight. I've been meaning to see the farewell. I heard she's pretty good on that. But she really won me around. Uh, I thought Simu Lu was really good. Sean, okay, Shang Chi. Thought Michelle Yeoh was amazing. I thought uh, Tony Leung was really good. Uh, also thought that Ben Kingsley just crushing it as Trevor Slattery again. I was quite happy to see see him back in it. Uh, my bad thing, yeah, the ending just became this kind of. CGI mess and it could have been a lot better if it was just simplified into him just fighting his dad and then rather than Dragon Dragon Rock the Dragon Dragon Ball Z you know that <laughs> yeah. type shit that came out I was sort of like ah oh, this is sort of degenerated a little bit and that's because of the other good thing is the the bus fight scene the scaffolding fight scene fucking phenomenal yeah like fucking like edgy seat you don't know what's going to happen you've, you've only briefly been introduced these characters so you know Shang-Chi's going to live fuck of course he's going to live but the sister, don't know about her at that point, you know what yeah. I mean? And like the even Aquafina, you're like, fuck, and then who knows? This movie might be out there. It might just do some crazy shit. So 7,999 out of 10,000. I feel like I need a rewatch. I really enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. At the same time, yeah, it's a Marvel movie, so I'm probably bumping it up an extra thousand more than I normally would for other films. <laughs> but yeah. It was yeah, that, that ending, it sort of felt like they were trying to do too much with it. Yeah, yeah, and it did. 
it actually reminded me a bit of the ending to Venom, where the CGI just kind of gets in the way of everything. Or Wonder Woman, or mm. many other comic book films that mm. sort of feel like they've had these amazing scenes throughout that they have to top them by just going bigger. Mm. And it's not necessarily better, so, yeah. Anywho, let's move us over to question number two, which is the first of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of the amazing woman that is Emily Higgins of the Tasters Podcast. Recently tweeted about how she wants to get beaten up by Michelle Yeoh, so there you go. I guess she enjoyed this film. <laughs> but what's your question, Stace? Emily would like to know what character has probably gone the longest without showering. We've all got Trevor Slattery, right? He's been locked in a cave and... <laughs> no, I'm actually no? going for Razor Fist. Hard but... to turn on a shower with only one hand, right? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, that and... As someone well, no, is, why, why, what? What am I talking about? Um, when do I use two hands to turn on the shower? Yeah. The fuck am I on about? I mean, maybe he's uh, he's right-handed and now he can't turn it on properly with True. the left hand. Good point. Um, but no, I was thinking, like, because I've had a few injuries to limbs and showering when, like, he's got all sorts of electric shit in his arm. You don't want to get that wet. <laughs> That's a good point. He'll electrocute himself. That's a good point. So yeah. I reckon he, he probably saves it up for a bit of a weekly thing mm. yeah which isn't great because he's like a big sweaty man yes he is when we i don't know how to tell you this but razor fist killed himself today he took a toaster in the shower <laughs> yeah, with yeah. him and he died yeah <laughs> did he or did he just forget he's got a fucking implant <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough yeah that makes sense i'm going with the dragon oh fuck. the dragon's just been loafing around at the bottom of that lake we're two questions in and you're already coming out with the stacy answer yeah does it starting doesn't... early I mean, it's bathing in that lake. It's not yeah, showering. It's not showering, is it? It's not. It's living in that. It's like you know what's at the bottom of lakes. It's all like muddy and squelchy, and you know. Lots I mean, he could just shoot slime, shoot water up, and then yeah, sit underneath it. About to say, we probably hasn't done that mystical whirlwind of water in quite some time and created a shower for himself. So you might be right. Exactly. He's just been chilling. He's had no reason to get up out of bed, do anything, because he hasn't had, because the door's been closed. All the baddies are locked away, so he's just kicking back. He must have been pretty amped for that battle, though. Like, the dude's literally right there for how many thousands of years? Yeah, yeah. he's right there, and they're like, (laughs) one of these days! (laughs) One of these days! (laughs) 500 years later, one of these days, man! (laughs) Good point. Uh, question number three, what is it there, Kahu? Question three, what completely unimportant life lesson did you learn from this film? Okay, guys, bear with me, right? So if I become a military man and then, you know, have experiments go wrong and, you know, I end up getting turned into a giant green lizard thing who basically gets my ass handed to me by the Hulk and in the process I destroy quite a bit of, like, I think it was Queens or Harlem, you know, like, I destroy a little bit of New York. Basically that after 13 years, I, too, can get busted out of my prison by a magical wizard who will then take me to an underground fight club and fight me in the ring where I'll put on a fake fight for laughs, you know, and just to make some money and shit, you know. (laughs) It's an important lesson to learn. Very unimportant because it's never probably going to fucking happen to me, but there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, I hope not. What an abomination. I'm looking at you to see if you remember that. That's the character's name, Abomination. I did not not remember that. So continue. What's your answer? Well, I think this has nothing to do with the movie, but um, recliner (laughs) seats are the best. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Because it's the first time ever I think I've sat in a movie and haven't got uncomfortable by like two thirds of the way through and been going, oh, my shoulders are a bit, oh, I need to. You know, you know how I know out. that is quite often you try and grab my hand or snuggle up to me or something when you're uncomfortable. It's like yeah. you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even space. touch you at you all. Didn't. I was, I oh, was, I know you I was, didn't touch me. I was me. relaxed. <laughs> I was just reclined and happy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that because yeah, it means I don't hunch when I'm watching the movie. Yeah, I was actually yeah. a little worried that I might fall asleep and I didn't. So <laughs> further pluses there. Just the right amount of re- relaxation, not yeah. too much. For me, it's that you can punch a wooden column repeatedly and become a kung fu master. (laughs) All I need to do is go home and go, punch that column. 
Not only up. not only that though, but it doesn't matter how old you grow, the place where you punch it directly in front of you stays the same height. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how tall you grow yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like that, <laughs> it stays at the exact same height. How true! I picked that up. I did. I did. I'd, I'd hate saying negative things about Marvel movies, so I didn't want to bring it up, but I have. Yeah, this tends to happen on Marvel movies, Sam. You start Shut off with up. a hiss and a roar, it's great, and then Shut we up. point out all the flaws. And you're like, oh, yeah. That is true. Hey, speaking of which, our next question is going to get something out of me. This question is also a Patreon question. Comes to you of our mate, Julio, of the Contrarians podcast, podcast in which they rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine, so they take a film that is universally beloved or hated and then uh, argue the opposite before giving their... Real talk at the end where they offer their true thoughts. They're going to be on next week's episode on The Village. Can't wait for that. And his question. What is your most controversial opinion about this film? I think that this movie is better than The Winter Soldier. <laughs> Sam is having a meltdown. Sam's like, starting to shake. He's getting chills. <laughs> Technical difficulties, please stand by. <laughs> Eyes are lolling in his head. I, listeners, if you wonder why I've gone so quiet, it's because I'm furiously typing out divorce papers. <laughs> Ooh. Do you want me to blow your mind even further, Sam? No. I haven't seen Winter Soldier. <laughs> that doesn't blow my mind. <laughs> You've stopped blowing me, Kahoot. <laughs> my, my answer is that the bus chase scene in this is just better than the entirety of Speed. <laughs> Miles better. Uh, Shang-Chi is way better than Keanu Reeves. Bit, a, bit of a toss-up on the drivers, I think, but I'll go with Aquafina <laughs> just because I want to piss people off. And Somewhere right now, M from Verbal Diorama, who loves both Speed and Keanu Reeves, <laughs> is punching her phone in disgust. Yeah. I'm, ge- I'm sending her your address, Kahu. I'm sending her your address. I'm moving soon, so that's okay. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the one for me, that dragon kind of sucked ass. He kind of was really useless. The whole village is getting attacked by the subtle force who's going to open up the gate, and he's just chilling at the bottom of a lake, just like, hmm, should I show up now? No, I'm just going to wait for this random dude I've never seen before to come floating down here for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, got other, I've got another one, but we'll save it for later. Uh, question number five, what is it there? Stace? It is. What deep philosophical debate arose in you while you were watching this film? Uh, So, how can a movie that's not about a fighting tournament have a better fighting tournament than this year's Mortal Kombat movie? (laughs) You were just using this to shit on every film we've watched. Do Fast 9 next, bro. Do Fast (laughs) 9. It's a good point, though. It's a very good point. Uh, The one from me is how soon are we going to get a Dark Avengers slash Thunderbolts movie? Because... If people are familiar with it, like Dark Avengers is basically the anti-Avengers, so they take characters that have similar powers, and then but they're villains, and then basically sort of get them to do good guy stuff, so like Suicide Squad, but without the you know implied murder or whatever. Oh, like kind of like Captain Planet and the Pollution Team on the other side, Captain Pollution. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so like Abomination is like the the vision of Hulk, and you know Yelena is like the vision of um, Black Widow and stuff like that. I've seen Zemo get introduced again in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so I feel like they're bringing them together. I feel like, and he's going to be like the Iron Man, you know what I mean, or the Captain America. So I feel like we're just going to get that Thunderbolt slash Dark Avengers film real soon. Yeah. My philosophical debate was: Why is there only one gate for this evil stuff to be behind? Yeah, I'm trying to come up with an answer. <laughs> you don't have to. It like. I just don't understand it. If there's so much evil stuff, surely there'd be other ways for it to get out if it really wanted to. We've seen how powerful it is. Surely it could be digging a hole somewhere else, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I just kind of thought, when they all escaped, why don't they just go attack them? Why don't they just piss off and take over the world? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because they'd have to get through that tree maze. It's not like they can fly over it. (laughs) (laughs) What are the trees? Just go, (laughs) make a big bamboo dome. (laughs) Yeah, Those trees would have kept it in. There's a good deep philosophical debate. If that escapes, what would they have done? Mm. They would have become more powerful than we can possibly imagine. Well, we wouldn't be here, would we? We'd be overrun. Anywho, let's move us over to question number six. Also, a Patreon question comes courtesy of our man, Chris Yini. Fuck you, the man, Chris. Chris would like to know what's there, Kahu. 
Thanks, Chris. Uh, what on the nose song would you have dropped into this movie and in what scene? Okay, so when Winwu, aka Shang Chi's dad, goes through the forest and comes across Shang Chi's future mother, right? She's just standing there, chilling out, all that sort of shit. I would have dropped Beyonce's All the Single Ladies. Not only because she's standing there being a single lady, but if he liked it, he should have put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> or 10. I, I came up with Or 10. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going for. I, I've been thinking about that since the movie. That was literally the only question. I was like, I've got a fucking answer for this. I don't care what the Patreon order is. I'm making sure Chris is in there this week. <laughs> what about you, Kahu? Uh, so, like maybe six or seven years ago, there was a Swedish singer-songwriter called Tovlo. Fatalo in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but not actually during that time in the movie. There's a there's a song that I think goes high to get you off my mind, and that would have been when Wenwu was supposedly hearing his wife in his head. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad. I thought that'd insane. be nice and cheesy and totally out of context. Yeah. I don't know where I'd put my song, but the the first You can't remember the movie, can you? <laughs> no, I can. But the first song that jumped into my head was the theme song from Titanic. My heart oh will my go gosh. on. It was because it kind of had that feeling about it, that love story. Like he, like he was the cause of her death, right? But he can't forget about her. And so he's just pounding on the gate and just near, yeah. far, yes. wherever you are. <laughs> yes. I, I reckon better would have Jeez. been when, um, when the bad dragon exploded. My heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your heart will literally cover the earth. True, good point. <laughs> Moves us over to question number seven. What was the most preposterously insane part of this film? Just that nobody really seems to know about this Ten Rings guy. It's like, he's pretty conspicuous. He's got all these rings on his wrists. He's basically invincible. And he's been around for thousands of years, or whatever, mm. and, like, commits acts of violence all the time. But, you know, he just sort of... Is an everyday everyday dude who still wanders around everywhere. Has this shady underground organization that's <laughs> yeah. infiltrated everywhere in society. Oh, you mean like um Hydra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you mean like um the widows and Black Widow? Oh yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> What's yeah, left? Exactly. Is, is every organization in the Marvel Cinematic Universe a shady organization? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happens when half and half, you know? Yeah. Like half of them are Hydra, half of them are Ten Rings. They're like, oh, we're going to pretend to be good for fucking, you know? Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe it's, it's kind of a similar scenario to the to Old Guard. Oh, yeah. Where maybe they're not kind of, he's not there all the time, but often enough. I don't know. Mm. Just seemed highly unlikely. Fair enough. What about you, Stace? What do you got? Well, for me, it's the moving forest. That 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 is the only thing protecting um, Talo. Yeah. Talo, yeah, it, yeah. It's just it's cool. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. I've never seen anything like that. But it was just a bit of a bit preposterous. The thing I didn't like about it was the fact that it they needed a like a, a car to get through it, and that forest has been there for thousands of years, right? Yes. So how did they get in and out beforehand? <laughs> Before cars. Like, how do you run as fast <laughs> as a car? Really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like t- it's like super fast labyrinth. Super fast. Yeah. You're just sprint speed. Sprint yeah. labyrinth. Like, like I get that she's got mystical like wind building bending abilities and stuff like that by the look of it, but I don't know. Do you? How how would you get out of there? I think they just flew the dragon in and out. Like he'd just go straight over the forest, surely. Could you imagine just sitting on the side of the road, a fucking dragon comes <laughs> flying out of a forest that's moving? You're like, oh, fuck, I need to lay off the peyote. <laughs> Fair enough. And you wouldn't think that if you saw a moving forest? Nah, look, I see forests move all the time, man. You go into the forest, you eat these magical type of mushrooms, and then you just see forests move. It's fucking cool. Okay. Now I know what you're doing in your spare time. I have never taken, nor do I endorse, endorse the use of illegal drugs. <laughs> Listeners, that is a joke. I mean, bamboo grows super it? fast, so, you know, you'd turn around and crumb back again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the one for me is that uh, we see Aquafina, okay, Katie, shoot a dragon with an arrow, and then that's it. You're in the Avengers now. You know, yeah, Wong's yeah. like, come with me. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. She was there by mistake anyway. Why are yeah. you bringing her with you? She got a lucky shot. 
got a lucky shot in. Yeah. She's really good at driving too. <laughs> is Happy Hogan dead? Is he no longer part of this? They no longer have a chauffeur. Is that why she's there? No. I but don't like, know. It's like, look at. Look, we're barely justifying Hawkeye there, and he's been training no, archery exactly. for 30 fucking years or something. <laughs> she, she does archery for one fucking day, and she's in there. She's going to go train with Hawkeye. It's all about the succession. Imagine being Hawkeye, eh? Like, you're an Avenger now? Yeah, I'm really good with arrows. Oh, why? Well, how long have you been doing? Oh, three days. <laughs> yeah, but Hawkeye can't say, I killed a fucking dragon. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anywho, moves over to another Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of our man, Dan Brennick of Netflix and Swill. I was on there recently talking about uh, the Witcher anime film. Mm, fun. of the Wolf. Oh, so much fun. I'll have a link down in the show notes directly to the episode. It was an absolute blast. And I'm going to be back later this year to talk about Witcher Season 2. Can't wait. Anyway, what's his question there, Stace? It is, what character is the true MVP? It's Zhu Jialing. Mm, really? Uh, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because she was like the poor second child who didn't get any teaching or anything and had to fend for herself in the world. And secondly, because it was the actress that played her first film role. Really? I never would have guessed. It yeah. wasn't like she was terrible or anything or forgettable <laughs> or, or any of this. She <laughs> was I, I thought good. she was she good. Was good. Uh, she was, I found her forgettable. I found okay. her a little bit forgettable. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, I liked her. But I think it was Katie, obviously, because she shot the dragon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't with, bring that without up. Without her. Don't bring that up in front of me. <laughs> I know. You hated that. You hated that so much. But seriously, without her, the dragon would still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Talking about how good Aquafina was with it, that the true MVP for me has got to be Guangbo. He was the guy that trained her how to use, like, <laughs> how to even use a bow and arrow. She had no yeah. idea what the fuck she was doing. And then she's taking out dragons, man. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace. I sad was to see so him die. depressed. I was just so depressed when he died. I like audibly let out a in the yeah. movie theater. Yeah, yeah, that was sad. That was sad. He was the man. He should have been the one that killed the dragon. I mean, obviously, but fucking, that's not a story. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move us down to question number nine. Was it there, Kahu? What character just clearly needed to get laid? Wenwu. Wenwu. Shang-Chi's yeah. dad. He was clearly pining for some of that sweet, sweet <laughs> loving that he'd had many years before. Couldn't get it off the brain. Needed it. Some of that Talo loving. Exactly. And, you know, he went back to fisting rings. He needed to go back to something a lot less dirty sounding than that. So... <laughs> Ringing it. <laughs> Stacey is absolutely repulsed. What, what have you got, Stace? Okay, I'm going with um, Zhu Ling. She's just so uptight and upset <laughs> with the world. <laughs> That's going to fix everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she, she didn't really have much in the way of suitable suitors at that underground fight club. Like the guy that was no. entered them, uh, he was a <laughs> John John. John John. Yeah. <laughs> I liked in this movie how there was a character called John John and another character called John. <laughs> it's like, well, we can't call him John too. We'll call him John John. <laughs> yes. He's just twice as twice as good. Yeah. He's twice the John that John is. <laughs> so good he named himself John twice. <laughs> I'm going with Sam's favourite man, Guangbo. He's, oh, yeah. he's just a bit of an angry old man. He's been stuck in that little village too long and needs to spread his wings. Yeah, well, I mean, that village has been there, what, for a thousand years. It's going to be incredibly incestuous by this point, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, that was kind of going to be what's my uh, deep philosophical question is, what do they do all the time? Like, are they just training incessantly for this one moment? Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of this in this movie about, training for this one moment you know like Shang-Chi on the bus my time's arrived finally get to show off these kung fu skills that I practice in my basement apartment yeah yeah <laughs> sparring against no one yeah you know <laughs> but I'll destroy these dudes yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about wooden poles they don't punch back so who fucking knows how good he is yeah, by yeah. this point <laughs> but yeah that Gongbo he's just hanging out in those village with those like animals which was another thing that I thought of was like how does the side with a giant lion 
how are they losing? You know, that yeah, thing was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had more than one, too. Yeah, exactly. Those animals would have just ripped through the opposition. Yeah. Opposition that shows up with, like, funky crossbows and, like, you know, I don't know, battens or something like that. It's like, fuck, these people are going to be have their minds blown when they find out about guns. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Anywho, moves us down to the last of our questions that can be applied to any film. This question comes courtesy of our man, Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. There's a link down in the show notes. On it, he posts uh, essays on Medium, YouTube recommendations, stuff like that. That's all really good stuff, so go check it out. And what Dave would like to know is which character from this film would have the biggest social media presence and on what platform? I'm going to go with Trevor Slattery. (laughs) He's an actor, guys. He's also a notorious war criminal by now (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yeah, even better. He'd be um, famous on the dark web as well as the normal internet. <laughs> he's, he's got some very dark web in that cave. I'll just tell you what. Uh, John John. He'll he'll be on, uh, I don't know, they probably have Fight Club Tinder or something. And he'll like, swipe left or right, to get, swipe left or right oh, to get a match between fighters and then you oh, chuck them would, in the ring. That would make his job so much easier, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? They have like all their, you know, this guy has... 80 score of endurance, but only 30 score of skill, and you can match people up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. Makes sense. I'm going to go with Razorfist, because, you know, like, if we've, we've seen his car, he's, like, you know, modified the hell out of it and has got his name written up and down. Even though he's a staunch badass, he's got this car pimped out. So we t- he's a peacock. We can tell he's a peacock. You know, so he'll be all over Instagram, photos of his car. You know, new adaptations that he's put on the end of his arm. Again, I'm sounding dirty. Use your own imagination, listeners. He's probably chucking heaps of different shit on the end of his arm and showing off. You know, he's a peacock. He's he, he's just totally that dude. Mm. <laughs> they, see, I don't even know what that guy's name was. And when you had that question about Razor Fist in here, I was like, who's Razor Fist? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I couldn't read what was written on his car. I was like, what does that say? And it was at this point that Sam got up and went and got a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, Kahu. It didn't make any sense. Because it's a blade. His arm is like a blade. Like <laughs> yeah. a... What's a razor? Yeah, I know, but, but it, he doesn't it have wasn't a, fist. a razor blade. It's more yeah. like a razor forearm. What? He didn't exactly say much in the movie. And then there was a weird bit when Wen Wu must have told him to go do something or ready the troops to go to Tarlo. And he kind of gave this longing look as if. I have some character depth, and I don't want to do that, but this movie's not going to explore it. Yeah, it was cut scenes, eh, that <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. like, second-guessing what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, if you had some dialogue, maybe we'll get to the bottom of those <laughs> antsy, angsty thoughts. All we got out of him was you and your sister don't deserve what's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That and was then, literally it. Did he even make the suggestion to join forces, or did he just say, okay? No, I think he refused, and then he saw Michelle Yeoh kill that one, and he was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, that moves us over to our personal questions. Kahu, you're up. My first personal question is, just how long does it take to take a dragon's soul? Look, I've played quite a few different versions of Skyrim, right? Quite a few modified <laughs> versions. So I've seen a lot of dragons get sucked, okay? I've seen a lot of dragons get sucked. So I'm a bit of an expert here. So I'm going to say 69 seconds. <laughs> Dinner for two. What about you, Stace? Three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. It's yeah. nearly twice as long. Yeah. I mean, I, I think in the context of this movie, three minutes was probably closer to the mark. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That dragon definitely lasted three minutes <laughs> before he lost his soul. How, how did the bigger dragon not win, though? Like, it was about three times the size. Mm. And it had kind of tentacles or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's not, it's not the size of the dragon, Kahu. <laughs> it's the motion in the ocean. That's how you use it's, it. It's, it's yeah. how you use it. <laughs> it's not the size of the hammer. It's the nail you're aiming it at, Kahu. Come on, man. And my second question. Uh, so after the dweller in the darkness dies, where do all those souls go that he's taken? I don't know, but I'm very depressed that we didn't see them come back to the people. I, I, I thought it was going to be a cop-out, that all the souls were going to be returned to everyone that had died and had their soul sucked out. And, yeah. Because I was like, oh, please let Master Guangbo still be alive, because he doesn't deserve to die basically trying to help Aquafina. It's such an unceremonious death. Why did the dragon take his soul and not hers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
I I think they just disappear. They just gone. They're just gone. Mm. Buried behind that that rock fall, which was didn't look very stable to compete to keep whatever else is in there at bay compared to that dragon scale door. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Uh my last question. What was Wen Wu buying at the shop when Ying Li died? It, obvious. He was buying a case for his rings to go in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Case those rings. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like that, like a little pole to play ring toss or something. Like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. something else to use them for. He's just like, well, I've taken them off. I might as well get some use out of these things, you know. Yeah. But I was figuring that he just went out for a pack of cigarettes and then... You know, it was sort of a reverse situation of dad went out for a pack of cigarettes, never came home. Dad went out for a pack of cigarettes, came home, mum was gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Because like, it was a different location, eh, to his fortress, wasn't it? No, I feel like it was the same place. Which is kind of weird, because it was way up in the mountains, and that gang just kind of turned up as if they just walked in off the street. <laughs> just got an Uber, eh? Uber yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to go to... Uh, Ten Rings, guys, <laughs> Fortress. Take Ten there. Rings Hidden Fortress. Sweet. Mate, that's going to be $7,942. Yeah, yeah. That'll take four Sweet hours. Sweet as. <laughs> yeah, and they just waltz right in there. Mm, poor security. Just follow this car that's got Razor Fist written on the side of it. That's how we're going to find it. Yeah, yeah. How about have some kind of security system if there's supposedly all these people after you? And they did. They had security system. They showed how hard it was to get in and out. Yeah, but these dudes just showed up and was just like strolled on in, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe there's a controversial opinion. Maybe she deserved to die because she left the front door open. <laughs> Sam, that is terrible. Or maybe one of the kids did. I don't know. <laughs> don't blame it on the kids. That dad should have done a better <laughs> job of protecting her. Yes, he should have. Anywho, that moves me over to my questions. Uh, yeah, as we've talked about, Katie suddenly becomes an, a, a master at archery. Um, and Shang-Chi dropped into the lake, hung out down there for about 5, 10, 15 minutes. Who knows? So I know from you guys, who's more likely to now win gold at the Olympics? Katie for archery or Shang-Chi for swimming? Katie. Yeah. yeah. If, she, if she's hanging around with Hawkeye with a bit of work, I reckon she'd, she'd nail it. Yeah, I'm team Katie as well. Yeah. I did I did realise after writing this that it's like they don't really have free diving at the Olympics. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's gonna have an advantage. He doesn't have to hold his breath. I mean he can hold yeah. his breath while he swims. You know, he doesn't have to breathe. So you could just be able to do four hundred metres without taking he a breath could, by the way. He could like do uh, synchronised swimming or something like that, couldn't he's, he? He's very yeah, that's a good point. He's very I mean, artistic. I think we're all, yeah, we're all synchronized swimming. The, the big advantage he has here, he can just propel himself with his rings. Yes. And just shoot along. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely wouldn't get disqualified for using that in the Olympics, <laughs> would he? No one will notice. You're just like, oh, <laughs> no one will notice. You can we take a ring test from you? He's not on drugs. You've broken the world record by 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question. Mystery question. Listeners, neither of these two know what this question is going to be. Can't wait to see mm-hmm. the answer. So, brace yourselves, right? Going to throw out a hypothetical for you, and I want to know what you guys are going to do. Five minutes before you go into a movie, you walk into a store and you discover a kid has been hit in the head and he's pissing blood out at the side of his head. <laughs> what do you do, listeners? What do you do? Uh, I think you you observe to see if he's okay. <laughs> and then you go to the movie. <laughs> Kahu, what happens when we went and saw Shongi, uh, the Legend of Ten Rings the other night? Well, I mean, I could have been telling you fibs, so it could have been a completely made-up story. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I went into Kmart, which is just like a cheap department store, and um, this pre-10-year-old kid is sitting near the front with all this blood pissing out of his head. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be late for my movie! <laughs> they'd called an ambulance, and there was enough people checking on them. I'm sure he was fine. And there was no headlines the following day to say <laughs> kid attacked and came out and <laughs> homicide being investigated, you know. So police want to know why this it was a good multi man in his mid thirties ran out the door after seeing the kid. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real weird. What, you running away? Yeah, it was real weird. No I'd say I ran away, it was more of like a a brisk walk. I totally understand where Kahu's coming from. You don't you don't need like 
too many cooks spoiling the whole thing. Like, if too many people get involved <laughs> yeah, in these situations, was probably about it gets, gets overwhelming. A dozen people surrounding exactly. him, and there was an ambulance on the way, so I was like, cool. If it had happened right in front of me, then I would have been First running away. Shit, bro. <laughs> Out the fucking door. Yeah. I've got to go home, guys. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I can't watch the movie. Yeah. Customer service in aisle four. <laughs> uh, crack me up, Co. Final question. Yeah, we've talked about Razor Fist and how he's got an adaptation on his forearm. I don't know if you guys, in which comical way did Razor Fist lose his hand, do you reckon? How'd it happen? Well, I think a dragon bit it off. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> it just makes sense. It's plausible. Mm, it it is. is plausible now. Yeah. Maybe it got trapped in the rapidly closing bamboo forest when they were yes. doing some recon. Cut off with bamboo. Bamboo's sharp, man. It is sharp. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say a fake gasoline fight accident, but... Uh, what? <laughs> fake gasoline fight accident? Well, I mean, uh, a real gasoline fight accident. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is fake gasoline? Getting, getting a bit there. Um, I mean, uh, maybe he was just chopping firewood and his immense forearms got in the way. And he chopped his forearm off. I don't know what I was expecting for this. <laughs> Listeners, I should have been expecting yeah. something this average. I, I think it's Razor Fist, though, is is possibly going to give Taser Face a run for its money. Oh, for the yes. worst name in the Thank Marvel you. Universe. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I was thinking that as well. What I was thinking was that he was having a dream wank on Elm Street and Freddy Krueger showed up and was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> a dream <laughs> That's a, that makes as, as little sense as a fake gasoline fight accident. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have dream wanks. You guys are no. not each other. What about wank dreams? <laughs> okay, so that, that brings us down to my questions. <laughs> Moving right along. Are you okay? I mean, Perfect timing. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't if I knew my my hands were going to get cut off. <laughs> hey, hey, I prefer my hand got cut off than the other thing. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I'd rather be razor fist than stump. <laughs> razor stump. Are you guys finished? Yeah. They're chode. <laughs> Sam, shush. Yeah, go. Okay, so that brings us to my three questions. <laughs> Sam, is there a better way to reconnect with your kids than sending people to kidnap them? Uh, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I need to reconnect with my kids, so I'm going to send some people to kidnap them slash attack them in a way that would probably kill them. Yeah, and he knows that they're <clears throat> trained fighters as well. Yeah. Yeah, at this point in the movie... I kind of started questioning uh, Shang-Chi's intelligence. He supposedly got this postcard from his sister. Who under 40 sends postcards? <laughs> like, really? Keep going. Yeah. Who under 50 sends postcards? Yeah. 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 Who, who sends postcards? <laughs> and it was in pristine condition. It had not travelled across the world. Like, it wasn't all stamped up and... Yeah. Chinked around the edges and... Did yeah. we ever find out who actually sent that? Because I feel like he hit her up yeah. and said, you sent me this postcard. I said, I never did that. And then they oh. hit up the dad and dad was like, no, I never did that. So oh, who really? the fuck I sent it? I thought it was assumed uh, that Wu sent it. Yeah, that's what I... I'm pretty sure uh, no one sent it. It would have been one of his henchmen. Yeah, Razor, Razor Fist, Fist probably <laughs> dropped it off. <laughs> I mean, he was in the city, so it kind of makes well, sense. <laughs> Razor Fist can't type emails, so of course he's fucking <laughs> sending postcards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's clearly not Chinese, so he's learned how to write Chinese characters at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, then. My next question is, what character should have been replaced with a talking dog? Oh, the old Stacey question. Yeah, I love this question. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been waiting to disagree with Sam on this one about this character. Because it should have been Trevor. He just annoyed the hell out of me. And every time he was on screen, I was just like, get to the next bit. Why, why is this guy in this movie? Aside to clear up some old kind of Marvel shit and as a plot device. Old Marvel shit? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> it was the only good thing in Iron Man 3. He had to translate. 
That's what he was there. He's an MVP in a lot of ways. He was my backup. He had to translate that <laughs> fucking butt dog <laughs> chicken thing. Yeah, how, how did he learn butt dog's language? I've got no idea. <laughs> yep. I, I, John John, he should have been a talking dog. Imagine a fight coordinator who's a talking dog. That would be <laughs> awesome. Like, we're already living in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, they've, they've seen raccoons and trees come to Earth and save them from Thanos. It yeah. wouldn't be that fucking preposterous to have a talking dog that's running an underground fight. <laughs> the more I say it, the more stupid it fucking sounds. Yeah, it totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, I, on, I, I can see it. Okay, and my final question is, um, out of Trevor or Katie, who should definitely not have survived at the end battle? <laughs> yeah, and this somewhat sort of disagrees with my last answer, because <laughs> I think it should be Katie shouldn't have survived. Well, she shouldn't have. She, she was on she the was front a, lines. At least Trevor was, a, was smart and she was a threat in the battle, whereas mm. Trevor pretended he was dead. Exactly. <laughs> and obviously, the soul suckers don't kind of register that somebody's just playing dead and isn't actually dead, <laughs> yeah, so they avoid him. Yeah, I think that Trevor's soul probably was dead already. <laughs> already. <laughs> he's abused it so much of drugs that he's dead inside. <laughs> And being locked up. Yeah, I mean, it was both of them, to be honest. I don't feel like either of them should have survived. Neither of them should have been there. You know, this is a village full of mystical, like, they've got their own kung fu that's better than any other kung fu on the planet. Mm. These people know how to, like, defend themselves. Mm. Not these two. (laughs) Yeah. Totally out of place. I agree. On the, this is like a bit of a, bit of a side character in this movie, but the, the henchman, the kung fu master that kind of had the mask. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, just, uh, but it was a bit weird though how that character died and there was, like, there, there was no really real development to that character either. Nah, but like, it was like a cool, silent character. Death Dealer yeah. is the name of the character, by the way, for Marvel Nerd. Um, but yeah, he's, he was awesome. He was yeah. just like, all, all we saw of him was he was just like purposely built to try and train Shang-Chi as a child and to be like the, you know, the best. And then he was like pretty much unstoppable. And then, when he died, I was, yeah, he was the one from the bad guys. I was a bit upset that he did die. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, that takes us down to the end. Uh, this was a listener question that I threw it there to you guys, our dear listeners, to answer for us. And we got some answers, got some votes in the poll as well. But uh, basically the question is, what street-level MCU character would win in an all-out brawl? And the options I had on Twitter was Captain America, Black Panther, Bucky, aka Winter Soldier, and Shang-Chi. And I want to know from you guys, who you guys thinking? The best part about this is these guys aren't Marvel nerds, so we're just going to see what the idiots say, and then the master is going to come in and give what's you the a, proper answer. What's a non-street-level MCU character? Hulk for something that's like super-powered and can take uh, on Blade okay. Decrets. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm going to go with Shang-Chi, but only if he has the Ten Rings. <laughs> what if he doesn't have the Ten Rings? If he doesn't have the Ten Rings... I haven't seen Bucky in a lot of the movies, so I don't really know. But no, Black Panther? Yeah. yeah. Black Panther without a suit on, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with Black Panther, too. Really? Yeah. Good. Because um, we saw in that film they had to learn to fight. He had to learn to fight with that before he got his suit. Yeah. So he earned mm. it. So he's as superpowered as Captain America. Okay. So I feel like he's, him and Bucky are the two that are like, they're both superpowered characters. They're like peak humans. Bucky has a, like, magical arm. At the same mm-hmm. time, Black Panther is like, he's been training to fight. Like, you're right. Like, mm. f- isn't, he's a warrior king. Yeah. You know? Mm. He's been doing it his entire life. Yeah. What's the real answer, Sam? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've seen Bucky, t- like, fight Captain America and just fuck him up. And, but, like, I'm going to go with Shang-Chi purely because he's started getting those mystical powers that are from his mum's side. You know what I mean? Like, he was, like, projecting, like, wind and blast and all that sort mm. of stuff. So by the end of this film, I'd say Shang-Chi. At the start of this film, I would have said, yeah, I would have said Black Panther at the start of this film. You're not going to go with Fern's answer, Winter Soldier? No, I'm not going to go over that. Daughter's answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sam asked her this question in the car and she said, Winter Soldier, straight off, like she knew. <laughs> anyway, guys, as I mentioned, throw it out there to the listeners. Try and answer it for us. Uh, the votes, Winter Soldier, okay, Bucky got 6% of the vote. Black Panther, unsuited, got 15% of the vote. Shang-Chi got 35% and Captain America got 44%. So everyone thinking it was Cap. A couple of answers for us. Uh, the verse said, Thing's not addressed in the MCU. Steve is trained in several martial arts and is the strongest of the bunch. 
If he has Mjolnir, this isn't even a contest, correct. But no Mjolnir and Shang-Chi has the rings, then it's a very close contest indeed. Trying to imagine that without Cap having a shield and, you know, without Shang-Chi having the rings, so, yep. Uh, our good mate Christini basically sent over the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, A to Z. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and fighting skills, Shang-Chi was a 7 out of 7 and Captain America was a 6 out of 7. So if you're going purely on that, then uh, Shang-Chi would win. But, I mean, durability, he's less. Speed, they're about the same. Strength, Shang-Chi's less. And intelligence, they're the same. So purely fighting, maybe. But Chris said Luke Cage. He would have gone with... <laughs> he, he just uh, Movies after work said Winter Soldier is the one with the lowest moral inhibitions, so I have to go to him. Charlie Stevens said, Why is Black Panther unsuited, but Cap still has a shield, Shang-Chi still has his rings, and Bucky still has his arm. Also, we're counting Winter Soldier as a hero. He is at the end, but I was sort of imagining them all unarmed, okay, like a fist fight. And yeah, probably should have used Bucky instead of Winter Soldier, but uh, yeah. A good mate, Julio, quoted us and said, tempted to vote for a naked T'Challa. You're wild, Sam. But we all know Steve Rogers will always prevail. I can do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) Over on Patreon, it was basically a repeat of the answers. Chris had said Luke Cage because Power Man was one of his favorites back in the day. And while Cap may be stronger, Cage won't hurt himself if he puts his full strength into a strike. Julio says, Steve Rogers can do this all day. There we go again. And Nutrivert, okay, Jason, basically said Hulk smash. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he's a little bit too powerful to be in this fight there, Jason. But, I mean, of course he's going to fucking win. Anyway, that takes us down to the end. Thank you to these guys for joining me. It's been a blast. Awesome. Yeah, it was good fun to get out and go to a movie. Absolutely. Thank God the lockdown's over. Got me thinking, though, what would a New Zealand-themed Marvel character look like? There is one. There's a mutant oh. called Kiwi Black. Kiwi Black. Really? Kiwi Black. Correct, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's a relative of Nightcrawler, I think. Which makes, I think he's okay. like a teleporter or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So this will be in like Marvel movies phase nine or something. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> phase 90. You know, when we're 90 and they're still pumping these out and we're up to film 7,420 yeah. seconds. Anyway, that's, that's as far as we get for New Zealand uh, New Zealand superheroes. <laughs> Could you imagine it? Could you imagine it? The farmer. He's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. sheep man. <laughs> God, yeah. damn it. God damn it. We don't need to give the Australians more reasons to call us sheep men. <laughs> anyway, massive thanks to everyone for listening. Even more of a thanks to our patrons. You guys absolutely rock. Uh, upcoming episodes, as I mentioned, we have the Katrians coming over to do the village. But before then... Me, Kahu, and Machu are going to do Malignant, the new horror film. Do you get down on horror films, Kahu? I, I, I get down <laughs> on horror films, supposedly. You get down on the ground and ignore them. Yeah, yeah. Kahu doesn't do horror films, guys, so this is going to be a blast. This is going to be an absolute blast, especially because this film is gory as hell. <laughs> we'll see how I go. He's not going to show up. If I answer the first four questions and then nothing else, it'll be because that's when I switched off. <laughs> <laughs> Good well, you Stacey you, nah no way you try yeah, you watch no. about the first five minutes no. and gave up no. anyway if you want to get in contact with us you can find us on email at mritqs at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at movie reviews in or just search us out on facebook and instagram at movie reviews in 20 Qs. anyway yeah that's things for me bye bye thanks Why don't you explain the legend to us? No thanks. Because <laughs> you don't know it, do you? Yeah. So when Winwu, you know, so Winwu basically, so when Winwu, <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Have you seen that? Uh, is it? Video floating around. Oh, God, I don't know where this is going. I don't want to know. (laughs) You don't need to be much you on this podcast. I'm already doing a good job of it.